1: It's eight oh seven on a Saturday morning. Twenty point three degrees outside. co host this Burr. morning by, Burr by Ashley Frasca. It's, it doesn't have it a even little, feels
0: colder in the studio.
1: You don't have an extra ounce of weight on your Ashley, and <laughs> I don't much either. So we're both a little chilly in here. This is turn that thermostat up. Don't we have the Neil Bortz official thermostat over there where you turn the thermostat up a little bit and be. Warmer That thing's so messed up I don't even know if it works I put it up to
0: 75 And it feels like It's gotten (laughs) colder It does indeed
1: Just like outside (laughs) Temperatures have been Getting colder outside During the morning
0: Yeah, they've dropped At least, you know Variants across North Georgia 3 to 5 degrees They've dropped over 3 hours That we've been monitoring them So now we're at 22 in Atlanta And Cherokee County Bartow Pickens Got the most snow So the closest temperature reading I have up that way Calhoun at 19 Yeah, today is a good day to keep the fireplace going.
1: Yeah, right. I brought, if I ever
0: make it home, that's what I hope to be doing later today. I
1: brought na- I brought some firewood to my neighbor, Carl, because my mother, my actually my brother, I guess, had cut all this uh, oak limbs up and stacked them up, and he turned to me last week when I saw him and said, you know, if somebody wants this firewood, we should just give it to them. And I thought, yeah, sure. And then I thought, oh, Carl next door, he needs some firewood, because he lights a fire in his fireplace all the time. So I brought him a good... A good uh, Neighborhood present just So associated.
0: many people still use uh, wood-burning stoves And things in the house, too I mean, firewood's yeah. in high demand in certain yes. places
1: And I used to heat my house in Grant Park With a wood-burning stove You know, it's free And all it takes is the effort to go and collect the wood And there was always somebody with a tree or something They wanted to cut up I had a chainsaw And I would heat the whole house with my wood-burning stove
0: What's the going rate? I think like a pickup truck full of firewood Like $150, something like that I don't
1: think I ever bought firewood no. in my life
0: you, you have a lot of connections in that I had area. a lot
1: of connections back then I you know eventually moved to modern forced air gas heat in my new modern and reconditioned Grant Park house but um, at the time that was I mean because the house was just so drafty it was it did not make sense to have a gas furnace in a house so the wind was blowing through the windows and the walls as I was renovating it and so in the wintertime I just used all the lath out of the wall knocked down a wall have all that pine lath and then the Stuff from my neighbors and burn that, two-by-fours, burn that, heat the whole house with my wood stove.
0: You've never paid for firewood and you've probably never paid for mulch either. You've got mulch for free, right? Oh, yes, right? I have. Really? I've paid
1: for mulch. i go to pike and get a couple of bales of straws All and right. bags of mulch over there.
0: You know what's funny is I've lived in our house up in Cherokee County five years now, and I think I've only been able to be home... One time to see it snow Because I'm always here (laughs) And we take the precautionary measure You know, they get us hotel rooms down here And so I always rely on my husband to send me pictures I'm like, what does our (laughs) house look like Covered in snow? I I never get to see it So here we are And we're looking out the window at the WSB studios And no snow
1: You know, it is going to warm up in the next week So someone could come to the studios and get the weekend prize back (gasps) Let's give away the weekend prize back All right, Ashley Frasca Sitting across from me in the studio We'll think of a number between 2 and 7 which will determine who will win a
0: <laughs> Nope
1: had it yeah here it is okay a four pack of tickets to the georgia rv and camper show january 20th through the 22nd at the cobb galleria center and a pair of tickets to see jay leno hey this would be fun on february 18th at the cobb energy center okay tickets to the georgia rv and camper show january 20 jay leno february 18 cobb energy center (laughs) actually frasca
0: DeMarco, how about you give it to caller number five?
1: DeMarco Williams, our call screener. Caller number five to 404 750 That's the key. It's a
0: different number. That's right. You folks have to listen. All the
1: contest number 404 right. 750 Fifth caller, DeMarco, gets to go see Jay Leno. Boy, that should be fun. Jay that Leno's would be. A funny guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right, all right. He has a show, he has a show about cars. Oh, yeah, because Mm -hmm. he's a big car collector. Mm -hmm. Sure he is. All right, so, Ash, finally we get to your question about the bulbs, about holiday plants, about the amaryllis and the paper whites and all that kind of stuff.
0: Yep, so I'm trying to keep the amaryllis alive that you gave Scott Maxim and I for Christmas, and it's getting kind of top-heavy. But I want to know after it blooms, and I enjoy that and the paper whites and things, and even the poinsettia. I kept one from last year. Awesome. Got it. To stay alive for a year It turned red All that kind of stuff So now what do I do With those holiday plants
1: Come February, March mm-hmm. So the Amaryllis has not bloomed yet Mm-mm. Darn Mine just started blooming a Almost week busting at the
0: seams Like I can yeah, see the red yeah. Through the bud But it hadn't opened yet
1: Little different conditions Where I have mine And you have yours They're the same age I started mm-hmm. them at the same time But mine is Big pink and white flowers oh. On it Big guys on it um, So when it's finished blooming finally when it opens and finishes blooming um take a pair of scissors and cut off that bloom stem so if we're in the stem in the middle of how all the flowers are on cut it off right at the base leave the leaves on it because if you you're doing great keeping it alive so far so i'm sure you'll do it the rest of the spring inside and when it warms up, and it really warms up, so late April would be the best time to take it outside and plant it. And you put it in a sunny bed outside with a little neck. You know, it has a little neck on the yeah. on the bulb, the amaryllis. Then leave that neck, stick it up out of the ground just about an inch. And lo, those leaves are going to get bigger, and you get more leaves on it, water it a little bit, and it'll get more leaves on it. So it'll be a nice-looking foliage plant in the bed where you plant it during the summer and fall. You could in a lot of cases, leave them in the ground and if we don't have terribly cold winters, they'll survive. Most of the little pine straw over the top wouldn't hurt. And they'll bloom the next year in May, because wow. that's when they normally bloom. Okay. And they have this big purple and, you know, pink and white and red, whatever color you had. they'll bloom again outside. Or you, if, you, if you ask me in September how to do it, I'll give you the whole detail of how to force it to bloom in Christmas of next year. But Frankly, I'll leave mine outside just to see what happens, and they bloom pretty well.
0: So that's what folks need to do now that we're given some for Christmas. Yeah. Now, can I put it in the bed with irises? Same kind of that conditions? Why not. Okay, good. Full sun. Should be okay. fine.
1: Nice. And then, let's see, what? Paper whites?
0: Yeah, and the poinsettia, I tell you, it was such a chore to keep that thing alive the last year. And then, like you said, around the beginning of October or so, yeah. I started doing indoor, outdoor, indoor, you know, to make sure it got the right light. I, I may retire that guy this year. I mean, it was fun, but it's way easier to go to Walmart and or Pike and get one for four, six, yeah. seven dollars. Yeah.
1: I uh, in the paper whites and the poinsettias both make excellent compost. They really do. Right. So, there it <laughs> the is. The paper whites in particular, rarely if ever, can you get paper whites to rebloom? And so for them, once you enjoyed the fragrance and enjoyed the flower, pick them up out of the container. Put them on the compost pile. And that's it. My mother has one that's been two, maybe three years now, poinsettia, that she's kept. It never turned color. She never got it to turn color. It was green for at least that time, sitting in the middle, middle of the dining room table. And... Um, it is a pain in the rear.
0: Well, the key to it changing color was that whole ten hours of daylight in the and then dark darkness, and right? And yeah, and I mean that you literally have to do that every yeah, day. That's, you, I
1: mean, life is too short to yeah. have to deal with it. Point said, <laughs> right. you got plenty of nice, hardworking greenhouse owners who want to. Supply the poinsettias at the seasons that they're appropriate, and so Pike will have them on sale, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And you can go down and get the one you want. Well, ironically,
0: my husband accuses me of killing every house plant that we have in the house, and here I am into lawn and garden. But yeah, I blame the cats. I can't have <laughs> nice house plants because the cats eat them and then they're ruined. So I, I just wanted to do that poinsettia just to prove a point, and yeah. I made it. Yeah. I made it the whole year and kept it alive.
1: That's pretty awesome. So, yeah. If you have a garden question, our number is 404-872-0750. 404-872-0750. Ask about your holiday plants or your gardening chores that you're thinking about doing when it warms up later this week. Or uh, the effect of cold on your plants or what you did or didn't do for your uh, lawn this past year. One of the things that I don't mention often enough, really, is if you go to my website, you can sign up for our bi-weekly garden newsletter. And I went last night and printed the last couple of issues. I'm going to tell you some of the things that are in there because they're always topical topics and questions that uh, real people have sent in in the last couple of weeks and I just print their pictures and print out what the answer is for it. One of the articles that I wrote for the most recent email newsletter was Pruning Lantana and because I was at my mother's house and she has this enormous Miss Huff Lantana that's been there in front of her office it's been easily five years since that that lantana has been growing there. Miss Huff is typically very winter hardy, as unlike most other lantanas. And so a couple of weeks ago, I guess I got my, my uh, hedge trimmers, battery operated hedge trimmer, and went out and cut the whole thing down to six inches from the ground. Now, this is something that is great controversy amongst gardeners in Atlanta. Some say never cut a lantana down until the next spring, others follow my enlightened view, which is cut the darn thing down. It's ugly in the wintertime. Mm -hmm. It was ugly in front of my mother's office. So I cut it down. I have pictures. I'm going to post those in the next newsletter to show about lantana pruning, but I personally cut my lantana down to the ground. That was one article in the newsletter. Another was a question about Lichens. We had a question about lichens earlier this morning. I mentioned that lichens don't hurt the tree and gave some suggestions on how the guy could get his crab apple to look a little better and not have the lichens maybe on it. Another woman had uh, mint. She was growing inside. And one of the problems with mint growing inside is there's not nearly enough light for it to really be happy. And I told her, Put that puppy outside. That's where it wants to grow. Is outside. She has spider mites all over her mint, <sighs> and I thought, man, cold weather will kill spider mites in a heartbeat. But it won't kill the mint. Well, it won't kill the mint. Oh, huh. it's perfectly hardy. All right. So, told her, put it outside, put it in the ground if she wants to. But quit trying oh. to grow mint indoors, and that will solve her problem right, readily, nice. right there. Let the weather do the job for you. And so, let's see. That was one newsletter. What was the other one that I had in here? The next one was. Oh, about the heuchera. you know what heuchera is, I don't. Ash? It's one that um, Mickey Gasway from Pike will be on sale probably this spring sometime around uh, April when the heucheras have these wonderful purple, pink, red, bronze leaves. They're the most really attractive plant. And so a woman had a heuchera, and she said, I planted it. It was outside. This is back a week or two ago. And the next morning, I come out, there are no leaves on it. All the stems are just sticking up out of the ground. And I'm wondering, what went on with my heuchera? And I got her to send me a picture, and you could tell exactly which animal had clipped off those leaves. Because the way you know, between a rabbit and a deer... Rabbit clipping with their two teeth, they just clip it off like a pair of scissors. Deer don't have teeth on the top, and so they start making a real ragged cut. Mm-hmm. It was very cleanly cut. She gave great pictures. That was rabbits that cut her. So will that down. kill it?
0: It needs the leaves. She right. had a
1: few leaves left at the bottom. I told her to put some netting over the top to protect from the rabbits, and hopefully the leaves at the bottom will grow bigger and the hiker will recover. Oh, but I could diagnose that hiker just by the picture of how it was clipped. That was that was good work by me. <laughs> <laughs> it's 8-19. News Talk WSB. We'll be back after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's
2: Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellis weather and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now
1: back to Walter Reeves, the lawn and garden advice you need. Jason B. Put that music on like we like it here. It's 826. Quick weather update brought to you by Ackerman Security this morning. It's going to get colder this morning. Ashley FASCA reports that the temperatures of the air and the pavement is going down right now, trending down over Atlanta. So you know that ice is going to stay in place. Stay indoors if you possibly can. Only do you travel by foot today. See, we have all kinds of resources. I mean,
0: this is pretty neat from the National Weather Service. The road temperatures. So starting off at 9 o'clock last night, they were well above... The freezing mark And as we crossed The threshold of when We came on the air Five, six o'clock This morning The road temperatures At least in Midtown Atlanta Now are down below 30 So oh. you know All that moisture And precipitation yeah. From yesterday Is now freezing On the road So many of you Have this false Sense of security It's daylight now The sun's coming out It's going to melt Everything away That's not the case So far this morning Still we need you To just stay home And relax
1: yeah, Air temperature Is going up Into the high 20s Maybe 30 this afternoon Kirk says maybe 32 This afternoon as well your full weekend forecast comes up in eight minutes on News Talk WSB. This is the Lawn and Garden Show. Our phone number 404-872-0750. In the next half hour, Carlton Roswell will start the the gums that are sweet gum balls that are taking over his lawn. Charles wants to know how to trim his roses. Mark wants to know where the tree fell. Nothing will grow and Jake wants to know when is a good time to fertilize his azaleas. We'll talk to them as well as you. 404-872-0750. Mickey Gasway from Pike will be with us for the special announcement about Pike opening hours today. We'll have that all together right after news. Woo, it just went down another half a degree. It's 19.8 degrees outside. It is still dropping, actually, even though the sun has come out. What is going on? Why does it do that? You know,
0: and you said you had heard years ago Kirk Mellish explain that, and I would love to hear that explanation right, and get the science be behind get it.
1: Kirk Mellish on the line sometime soon and tell us why it gets colder in the yeah. morning. It does that all winter long. That's interesting. I've noticed that. I don't know. All right, we'll find out. And the
0: wind too. Maybe the wind whipping around out there is bringing the temperature uh, down. I don't know.
1: Let's I am not that. a meteorologist. Right. I am a am I. trafficologist. Neither am I. I am a gardenologist <laughs> here. We'll get Kirk to figure that out. As you can tell, Ashley Fraser co-hosting the show with me today, keeping an eye on the weather, on temperatures outside, and our friend Mickey Gazaway from Pike Nursery, keeping an idea, keeping an eye, I should say, on the plants indoors at Pike Nurseries. Hey, Mickey. Good morning.
3: Good morning. How are you?
1: So, before we go any further, we need to announce that Pike Nursery will be opening. What time today?
3: twelve o'clock.
1: All right, that's so that's what
3: noon. it looks like right now.
1: Okay, so barring any further circumstances, call your and nursery if you're not. It. I would sure call. About it. You
3: know, I'd call before I made the trip. I
1: yeah. Think. And but particularly
3: be
1: we're telling people to stay off the roads as best you can, but hopefully by then most roads will be clear enough for a little bit of traffic. And the great thing is Spike Nursery has locations that are generally convenient to most everybody in the Metro Atlanta area. It's not like you're going fifty miles to get to a nursery right. So That's terrific.
3: And sometimes people just have to get their plant fixed, you know, when it's so cold.
1: <laughs> and it smells good and it looks good. It's warm mm-hmm. in most get of the nurseries. So fix. that's I like nice it. too. Perfect. So let's talk exactly about right. it. When the nursery opens at 12 o'clock, what will be our pike pick of the weekend?
3: Holy house plants.
1: So all our, 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 does that include the Norfolk Island pine? Pocos and, and
3: jade plants, okay. ficus, pithobacchia, philodendron. I've got these written down, that's why I can put it in there. Grusina, <laughs> uh, <laughs> snake plants, ZZ plants, all those will do great. And um, they're just houseplants without showy flowers on yeah. them. That's basically what it is. Yeah. And um, you know, you can put them in your house, and it'll make your house feel tropical. And you don't look out the window, and you'll think you're somewhere else.
1: And the good news is that most of these houseplants have at least one form or another that's variegated and has some a little bit of interest to the them. And they're just being yeah. solid green, they're great plants. Yeah, you know, I've
3: got a pothos in my bedroom, and it's real dark in there, yeah. and it. It looks pretty bright. It's pretty.
1: That ZZ plant you mentioned earlier—it is a terrifically shade-tolerant or darkness-tolerant plant. That's tolerant
3: my new plant. favorite. That's my new favorite. Yeah. I mean, if yes, they are just about bulletproof, we've got one in the women's bathroom at work, and it's dark in there. Yeah. And you know, you turn the light when you go on in there, and it's—it's and it's just done great. So, yes. and, and drought tolerant. I mean, you don't have to water. It's good. It's a great plant.
1: The ZZ plant. It has a name, a scientific name, which is too complicated like, to pronounce. Yeah,
3: it's like
1: Zemococcus. You know? Zemococcus. <laughs> yeah. 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 So we call it ZZ plant, and it mm-hmm. does great. Mm-hmm. Everybody calls it ZZ plant. It's a fabulous That's plant right. for indoors. And the pothos you That's mentioned right. is another vining kind of plant. And I've seen mm-hmm. pictures of people who show me one they've had in their office for 10 years, and it's gone up off of the cubicle and up the wall. And they've just draped That's it over a door handle or a door jam and it's down the other side so pothos is another plant that can take a lot of shade a lot of sort of bad conditions and poor care in an office and it does That's just right. fine
3: yep absolutely and you know i do want to mention that more houseplants get killed by over water and then underwater sure. so, so don't over water make sure you have good drainage and um water you know make sure you Don't overwater
1: it. And the way you tell when to water a houseplant, you do not ever water a houseplant according to what Mama and Papa and what Grandma said about watering it every week or every every day after revival or something like that. You take your finger finger and put it onto the soil. If it's dry, then you water it. If it's wet, you don't water it. That is how you know. It's
3: amazing. Yeah, that's what I do.
1: This' is lots of Mama papa Grandma uh, watering schedules that worked for them in their situation, in their house in their window, in their place where the plant you know got a certain amount of air and draughts and things like that over it. And where them watering every seven days or watering after Bible study seemed just the right thing to do. But in your house, in different houses, different plants have different watering schedules and that's what your finger is there for. Besides pointing at people <laughs> is to put it on the soil and tell when to water.
3: That's right, and make sure you get the right plants for your space. You know, I think sometimes people try to put plants that need more light in an area that doesn't get enough light, yeah. and they just don't do well at all. So, you know, look at your space, see how much sun you're getting, and, you know, you do the hand trick and all that. I think that's on your website. Isn't it? The so you hand trick hand. is... Easy to do. Yeah, that do. works great.
1: You get that a really works great. I, w- I would say typing paper, but nobody knows what typing paper is anymore. <laughs> right. You get a piece of white paper that you would put into your printer, and you put the white paper in the spot where you're going to have your house plant, and hold your hand above it. And if during the day when the light is on that spot The hand shadow is very, very distinct That's a high light situation You can get plants that say This plant needs lots of sunshine That would go fine But on the other hand If your hand shadow on the paper is very indistinct That's a low light situation And that's for your low light house plants.
0: How high above the paper do you hold your hand? 12 inches Oh, wow
1: There you go actually Ah. forgot learned something new this morning
0: I do know what type of paper it is is. It is amazing (laughs)
1: She knew what typing paper... What is typing oh, paper, good. Ashley?
0: I used to have a typewriter. Oh, my family oh, my fought getting a computer in the late 90s, oh. so I wrote my essays and things for, for school on a typewriter. All right. I did. Good
1: for you. I know.
0: I'm an old soul, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> a young body. That's good right. old
1: typewriter. Well, it's soul.
0: getting older, too, but yeah.
1: All right. So today at All Pike Nurseries which opened at noon today, the house, the plant pick of the week, the pike pick of the week, I should say, is foliage house plants, the pothos and the other jade plants and ZZ plants that Mickey mentioned just a minute ago. Just tell the cashier this is the pike pick, and she'll give you 20 or he will give you 20% off on that plant. That's All right.
3: That's exactly right. Two more things.
1: Two more. One more first, and then two. Number uh, okay. one.
3: Okay. First, first, also, this is just me. Please, if you've got, our animals outside, make sure they come inside or you keep them warm. I, I saw a kitty out in front of my house today and I thought, oh, I bet he's so cold. Okay, that's number one. The second thing is world time.
1: Next Monday, the national championship, <laughs> the Alabama Crimson Tide, and the Clemson Tigers. You bet, right? Uh, it's not that's here today. Exactly right. I know where Mickey will be. Absolutely! Shouting and yelling and screaming at the television—that's what she'll be. You're right. You're right. I'm
3: trying to keep staying under
1: control, right? <laughs> Have fun, Mickey. We'll see you next Saturday.
0: You too. Have a great Have day.
3: A
1: at eight forty-four, we got Carl and Rosal joining us. Hey, Carl. Good morning. Well, good morning, Walter. Thank you so much for
2: taking my call.
1: Sure. How can I help, Carl? Well, sweet gum balls.
2: <laughs> I—they are literally. All over the neighborhood, in yeah. driveways, in the, liveways, in the yeah. street, and I firmly believe if we could come up with some way to turn them into pennies, we could pay off the national <laughs> debt.
0: Ah, oh,
1: great. Do you want to know how to care? I got an email from somebody this past week telling the way that they've dealt with them pretty successfully. Do you want to know what it is? Yes. They bought one of those lawn sweepers for lack of a better word. It's the thing on wheels it has handles and you can push it across the lawn. Normally it'll pick up leaves. And they said this particular model has a little canvas uh pickup bag, I guess thing behind it and it said it picked up sweet gum balls like he had never believed before. He said, I've raked it, my vacuum, I've done all sorts of things. But my lawn sweeper that I bought for he said it was less than twenty bucks at Walmart wow. uh, had done the best job of anything picking up sweet gum balls.
2: So you think there's no way we can turn them into pennies?
1: You know, That'd sad cool. to say, that's not going to be an investment scheme that I recommend, Carl. So I think it's going to be the lawn sweeper, turn them into compost. You get a little bit of value out them, of, out of them for that.
2: Oh, they so they do serve something. Are they the seeds of the tree?
1: Uh, the the sweet gum ball has a bunch of seeds inside. And back through three or four weeks ago, I guess now. They were dropping out of the sweet gum balls onto my driveway, and I could blow up a mound, a handful, a big double handful of sweet gum seeds. And I look at them and I shudder because I think every one of those could be one of those sorry sweet gum trees that I don't like so much. Oh, I like
2: oh my gosh, oh my gosh, that's scary.
1: Yeah, but the balls contain the seeds, and uh, the birds appreciate the seeds, of course, but not me and my landscape. No, well, I
2: don't like them either. I had two big trees removed, and, and it was a relief. But I've still got some more out yeah.
1: there. Yeah, well, thanks for calling, Carl. Thank Thank you very much, I appreciate it. Try that lawn sweeper and see if it works for you. Forty-six minutes past the hour, Martin in Marietta, he joins us on Lawn and Garden. Martin, good morning.
2: Hey, good morning, Walter. Um, I had uh, i have a problem. I tried to grow a wildflower garden where I had a large oak taken out. and had a, I couldn't grow anything under it. It died, had it cut out in the stump ground. Yeah. And the whole section where that stump was, I can't grow anything. Yeah, I mean, well, what do I have to do to modify the the ground to get it to be productive and grow flowers this season?
1: Did you say how long ago the tree was cut down, Martin?
2: It was about a year ago.
1: Yep. Uh, that is a typical scenario from a lot of people, because the chips that get chipped up as you ground the stump down, when they lay in the soil, they're not poison exactly. They simply the fungi and bacteria rob nitrogen against away from anything else you try to plant your herbs your flowers and everything else don't get enough nitrogen because the nitrogen is going to decomposing the chips in the soil so everything turns yellow it's weak it falls over it doesn't work so the answer is usually fertilize extra give it a little more fertilizer than you perhaps normally would within a couple of years after it's tree stump is ground up, those chips will release the nitrogen and the plants will grow fine there, but it does take usually a couple of years before anything grows in that spot. Oh, great. (laughs) There you go. But next year, this coming spring, when you plant stuff there, just add about half again as much fertilizer as you would normally put down. That usually will do the trick.
2: Okay, very good. Looking forward to a nice wildflower
1: garden. Hopefully that'll be your case, Martin. Thanks for calling, man. Okay, bye. We'll see you soon. It's 848. We'll be back after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk mellish weather, and traffic red alerts
2: through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work.
1: News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves, the lawn and garden advice you need. And a quick weather update brought to you by Ackerman Security. It's going to be cold, and it's going to be cold, and that's the way it's going to be. It's uh, 20 degrees right now. It's going to go up to the high 20s, maybe 30, maybe 32 this afternoon. Cold overnight, 16 degrees, breezy during the day. Be careful. Don't go out unless you have to. Ashley's plotting her way home and says road temperatures are chilly. Road temperatures
0: in the northwest through Cobb and Cherokee County are hovering around 25 degrees, but the iciest conditions right now that we're monitoring in the traffic center is College Park. That whole I-85, 285 interchange there on the southwest part of town is a mess, and some of the ramps through the downtown connector, I-20 as it meets the connector, some of those flyover ramps are shut down because Mm -hmm. of ice. So if you need to get out, you know, avoid the busy interchanges of interstates, and they're just as bad as the surface streets. Wow. Mm-hmm. All
1: right. Your full weekend forecast comes in 10 minutes with News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Our last call of the day, Renee and Marietta, who joins us on Walnut Garden. Hey, Renee. Good morning.
3: Hello. Hello. Hello, Walter. I woke up this morning and I heard something about bird feeders and I missed yeah. it. I don't know if I should feed them um, or if I should bring them in because someone told me a long time ago, if you feed them in the winter, they'll die.
1: If you don't feed, the feed them in the rest. winter, they die. they got to have okay. food and okay, the well, other I,
3: didn't know if I had
1: enough. <laughs> the other thing is water. And that's something with the water features in places where they might normally get water being frozen over right now. Yeah. One of the best things you can do is put pans of water out that you either frankly take a rock or a hammer and keep the ice from freezing or in some way keep flow, flowing free water out for the birds to come to. That's a great idea. But keep the feeders out. Even the seed feeders and suet feeders and hummingbird feeders, you'd be surprised. There's still hummingbirds around Atlanta, and you want to feed all of them. Thanks so much for calling, uh, Renee. Thank we got to get out of here. It's 8.57 and just a few minutes right now. It's been a great Saturday morning. Ashley Frasco, it's so much fun to host the show with you.
0: We need to do it again sometime. You are so
1: awesome this, this morning. This was fun. We've been here since 5 a.m. and had a great four hours together. Dave Baker will be here with the Home Fixing Show. He just toddled into the studio. I'm going to
0: stick around and harass him. You think he'll let me?
1: DeMarco Williams has been screening our calls this morning. Jason, Jason, we're not going to answer any question of the Home and Garden Show or even the Home and Garden Show host. If you did not question, you didn't get your question answered today, you can go to WalterReeves.com and get an there. We'll see you next Saturday morning for another edition of Lawn and Garden.